Hey, witches. I just wanted to jump in real quick before we start with today's episode. Macy and I are officially announcing our 100 listener giveaway. Even though at this point we're at about 350 Coven members, this is our first giveaway. Took us a little while to get it off the ground. Uh, We're amateurs. We're going to be giving away a stunning piece of Kyler jewelry. If you've been listening from the beginning, you have definitely heard us rant about how wonderful these pieces are. It's a beautiful rose quartz necklace, and you can find photos of it along with the rules and all the other boring stuff over on our socials, Instagram at witchbitchamateurhour, Twitter at bitchhour, Facebook at witchamateurhour. That's right, we made them all completely different for the ease of it. And the last place you can reach us has nothing to do with the giveaway, but if you wanted to send us a spooky story of yours for us to read aloud on our upcoming spooky episode, our email is wbahpodcast at gmail.com. A huge, huge thank you to every single person out there who has listened to us, given us a shot, (laughs) and now on with the show. My fan is going to join us for our episode today. Just clicking along. Just clicking along. I mean, my ceiling fan, not like the one. one, That's not my fan. Just your fan. (laughs) Just shows up wearing a shirt that says Charlie. Yeah, I have no fans. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's not that you don't have fans. It's just I have the one. (laughs) Uh, It's okay. I love you very much, fan. Mm. Uh, I almost said, you know who you are, which reminded me from our last episode when I kind of aggressively... Very aggressive. I was listening to that and I was like, you're about it, man. I was You know who you are. I was feeling it in my soul. I like that monkey lamp. My husband found that at a thrift store, as is the story with almost everything in our home. But you have cool shit. Well, thank you. He's a good... He's a thrifty little bugger. He really is. He finds the best stuff. Yeah. Like like that that chunk of I'm pointing at it for you, for those at home. The amethyst. The amethyst well, and up that there. goddess plate. That thing. pewter plate with like the goddess on it, which I didn't even put two and two together till after we had already started this podcast. Yeah. I was like, that's the fucking goddess on this plate. We should take a picture of that on Instagram. It's beautiful. How are you? I'm doing really well. I have a I we had oh. artisan burgers. Oh, we my had the best. goodness! If you're in the Fort Worth area, go to what is it? Rodeo goat. Rodeo goat. Holy my shit. gosh! I had some chorizo thing with the pepper that was. It, it, there was no way that that was a jalapeno. It knocked you and Hunter both down. And Hunter, I know, has a heat tolerance of, like, equivalent to the sun. Right. So, like, and I know that you do, too. So I, anyway. I was I was sitting there. I was like, I can't, I can't believe this. I am no bitch. That always makes me almost panic. It, I it, hate it. I hate the feeling. I hate it. It was a feeling similar to realizing you're too inebriated. Like that feeling of like, oh, this is an ordeal. Oh, you know, yeah, like I this is that. this is gonna be a thing, and I'm locked in for a little while. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was the same like cold shot of fear. 
But then we got Steel City Pops, and we it was got, good. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, Steel City Pops. Got some, got some ice cream. It was good. Nice little walk around Fort Worth. It's a cool city. Mm. Murder Worth. Murder Worth. Yeah, okay, so not for nothing. Jenny <laughs> puts on this tour guide voice like she's about to start, because I was like, oh, this is actually a really cool city. And she, uh, so anyway, uh, so about the history of Murder Worth, <laughs> she's like, you're not selling this city very well, man. Like, Macy, did you know back in the 80s? Fort Worth was referred to as Murder Worth. So after this long spiel, it was pretty much, uh, but the crime's not that bad anymore. <laughs> it's like, but the, yeah, that was a long time. You can sleep in my house and feel safe. Yeah, um, yeah I, I feel like Murder Worth is uh, something that a lot of people in Fort Worth don't even know about. Like, it's deep OG, like, Fort Worth history. I love, I just <clears throat> love the words Murder Worth. Murder Worth. It makes me think of, like, a manor, like, a name of a manor. Murder Worth. If I buy, if I ever buy, like, a nice house, I will call it Murder Worth. Murder Worth Manor. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I, I have to leave. And I go. just planned your life. <laughs> you did. No, okay, I've always had this thing where I wanted a house with a name. I want to name ours. Yes. I want to call it Healer's Hollow. Oh, cute. Why? What's Healer? What's the signif? The signif. I'm 30. Uh, it's just really healing lands. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Now I'm picturing it just like filled with smoke all the time. Like, in a way? <laughs> Wait, my woods are burning down? Um, no. I mean like a witch's cottage. Like with oh, herb yeah. smoke and food cooking. And yeah. I'm in it. It's just they're very, they're healing woods. I don't know, something about them. You can just really go out and talk to them. And plus kind of a, a little bit of an ode to, to Minnie. Yeah, yeah. She was the first thing that, that popped yeah. up popped up in my mind. Oh, I'm excited. What officially is your topic? Uh, I'm talking about uh, familiars. I'm so ready and excited for it's that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I'm talking about like your classic familiars, kind of what they were. Yeah. Uh, in uh, multiple cultures. Mm. It wasn't always, you know, a bad deal. And I'll, I'm touching on the black cat uh, as kind of a highlight in that because you know, I'm really we're glad. about to enter Halloween yes, season. Yes, you see the black cats everywhere, and I uh, just kind of touch on why that is and kind of what their whole deal was. You know, I was I was thinking that I the topic I want to cover today um, is going to be a focus, a focus topic on uh, an herb. Uh, I'm going to talk about cinnamon today. Love, love cinnamon. I don't know what song I was going for there. I felt like a little bit of like love. It's, it's made love. for me and you. Um, you started with the proper part of the song. Is, yeah, I went straight to the end. <laughs> Because I've already done so much, like, background in cinnamon just, like, for my own use because it's one of my favorite things to use in my own practice. I love it. Fuck So me. much. And it's, I like this. Fall is coming. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, this is, a, this is good. I love it. I yes. put cinnamon in, in pretty much anything it can go into and fit. I think this year in particular, maybe I'm just noticing it more, I think people are really gearing up for fall. And, and I know everybody does, like, everybody kind of gets ready for it. But, man, even Walmart. I, I, you know, I noticed that. Yeah. I mean, they're going, like, full blitz. Like, I mean, like, full out. They already and have it's not even, shit out. It's not Halloween stuff. It's, like, fall. Like, yeah, pumpkin a very stuff. good autumn type. And their candle section. They already have, like, the caramel and the fall oh, leaves. I, and I am ready for it them. to get a little cooler, mainly only just so I can burn those scents. 
Oh man, yeah. I, I know. I, I thought about picking one or two up, and I was like, it's just too early for me to enjoy. It. Well, and it's, it's too, too heavy. hot outside. Yeah. yeah, it's like you go in from a hot outside. You don't want a thick caramel cake. To, yeah, walking <laughs> into like hot apples. Yeah. <laughs> Not fun. I don't want to walk into those hot apples. Keep your hot apples away Keep from your, me. Get your hot apples away from me. <laughs> not till October with your hot apples. I have a rule uh, that uh, I will not, and it, it pains me so, but I can't oh, no. break it. I will not eat a piece of candy corn until October 1st. How do you fall on the candy corn spectrum? It fuels my bloodstream. I love candy corn more than I love anything else. I will fistful it into my mouth. <laughs> I got tagged. You know that fucking meme that was all over the place on Facebook last year? Something and it was about like, the way to eat candy corn, throw it in the, in the garbage. Yeah, I got tagged in that so many times, and it's just like, come on. It's it's vanilla. It just tastes like wonderful, waxy vanilla candy. I don't and, understand. And that's that's the thing. The, the texture of it is half the fun. Yes. <laughs> it's half of the deliciousness. I noticed that a couple of people are... Already starting the the trend of pumpkin spice hate, you know? Get the fuck off your pulpit about (laughs) hating pumpkin spice. Uh. I understand that it is common around fall, and I understand that not every pumpkin spice is good. I I side with that. You can go really wrong, but let people enjoy their motherfucking pumpkin spice. Who fucking cares? You know what? I saw this thing that was like, with all the shit that's wrong in the world right now, let some bitch have her pumpkin yes. spice. Let them ha- let people enjoy what they're enjoying. <laughs> Just, I mean, what? They're like autumn scrooges. Every year there's something new pumpkin. There's like pumpkin spice Oreos and pumpkin spice Twinkies. And like me, I don't personally enjoy it. And also I get the gripe. I get the gripe that it's not appropriately labeled. It is not fucking pumpkin spice. It's like cinnamon nutmeg. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know? that's a good point. It's not... There's no gourd. There's no gourd in there. <laughs> I realize it's too early to be getting this much into fall, but I'm just, I'm ready for it. I want it. I'm seeing all the stores bring their shit out. I'm ready to make a wreath. I want to put crows in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love a good crow. I love blackbirds. Can a bird be a familiar? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. How like is it a specific type or is it just like? Because I've, I've, I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I've heard that a familiar has to be like a relatively, like a smaller animal. Kind of like in Harry Potter. Like they, yeah, they like they have, have toads and owls. Yeah, yeah and a cat. And a but cat. it couldn't be like, could it be, could it be like a dog or like a monkey? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. And uh, one, two, it varies by culture. Shamanic cultures uh, just saw them as uh, guide spirits. So, you know, it didn't necessarily have to be what you know specific species that it okay, was. Okay. Yeah. All right. And do they have to be like a physical does it have to be like a cat that exists and I can reach out and touch it? No. Or is it like could yoxin technically? Yeah. Really? Well, in my interpretation of it. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Hit me with it. This is actually a really fun topic. I, I really enjoyed researching this. I have been thinking recently about like getting a cat. Just yeah, adopt like a senior cat or like a five year old, six year old cat. Yeah. Get a black cat too. Oh, there, there's no other option yeah. for me. I can't wrap my head around the fact that, like, the black animals, animals don't get adopted. That that's a real thing. Yeah, like, when I saw Jorah, I immediately was like, hey, he's perfect. Like, I, want, I wanted a big black shaggy dog, like Black Shuck. 
You know, <laughs> I'm like, that's what I wanted. And like, uh, yeah, but they get skipped well, I mean, over all like, the time. Why? I kind of want to talk about that. It, it's not a conscious thought as yeah. much as it's kind of well, a can... traditional back thought in yeah. the logs of your mind. I could see that with cats for sure, because even oh, yeah. even people who aren't like wouldn't call themselves superstitious, there's still that whole thing with like black cats, black cats, black yeah. cats. Okay, so let's talk about the word familiar. Mm. I remember being in uh, like junior high and the Golden Compass came out. I don't know if you ever saw the movie; it was fucking great. And they all had familiars, and I was just, like a daemon is what they called it. And I remember being like, "What folklore of like the medieval and early modern periods?" Uh, they were spirits that were supernatural entities, uh, usually animals that would assist witches in their practice of magic. Okay. So yeah. they're, little, they're little helpers. Yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. So uh, according to historian Emma Wilby, uh, there were three ways a witch first met their familiar. Mm. Spontaneous apparition anytime, uh, oh. including mundane tasks, ta- including mundane <laughs> tasks such as one woman who was knitting. Uh, and <laughs> it just appeared. Um, I like this example they use. <laughs> <laughs> knitting. Just this, one, just this one bitch was knitting. And, and just poof. Um, like they knew her personally. Yeah, it just happened. It's no big deal. MBD. Uh, it can be gifted to the person by a family member or powerful spiritual individual. So it's like an heirloom. Okay. Almost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just picture this really old scraggly cat. Just like one tooth shakes just, all the time. Yeah, like, it's just like spits. Just like I don't want to be a, a gift. nuisance. Yeah, <laughs> this was a biggie in Salem. Okay, so the uh, the recipient makes a deal with the devil, uh, of course, and uh, the familiar or familiars. Some people reported to have multiple. Uh, are demons to do the dark bidding of the devil. Often this case was done in uh, desperation. Sounds always... legit. Yeah. So uh, that's that's like the three main ones that you hear, like the tropes, I guess you can say. You hear them all the time. I'll take one of the ones in the middle. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, getting gifted. That's pretty cool. I like the spontaneous apparition. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier than just like looking around and there's just like this black puppy. That's like, cool. Ooh, ooh, hey. I That would scare the actual shit out it of might me. a little me too yeah just <laughs> i would constantly be on edge like and the like peeking over my covers like is it is this the day this, like, that there's a fucking horse in my room interdimensional animals <laughs> a fucking horse would be such a pain in the ass oh, god this horse is like i'm here to help you just add a thousand dollars a month of bills to your budget just clomping around breaking all your fucking jars <laughs> Eating all your herbs. Yeah. Set its little fucking tail on fire with all your <gasps> cauldron fire. Oh, what a nightmare would that be. Goodness. <laughs> oh, I love him already. I do too. I really do, that imaginary horse. He's a thing now. Um, okay, so not all beliefs in familiars were bad. So uh, there you know, there were other cultures that were, were all about some. Romans believed that every home was protected by a familiar spirit. Uh, and shamans have uh, long seen the world through animism, uh, which is the belief that uh, everything has a spirit and some are guides. Oh. So, I mean, even, you know, the grass, the trees, yeah. the stones, you know, things like that. That's actually really fucking I badass. really love it. Well, the, the kind of, the, uh, it takes me back to the cosmic serpent. Uh, the tribe that he's with, that's how they saw everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they said through the ayahuasca, they spoke to these spirits. Mm-hmm. It was just really cool. It's not far off from how I view things. It's, it's exactly how I view things, <laughs> and I love it. This also applies to many beliefs uh, that familiars were 
were guardian angels. That's lovely. Uh, it's really great. I love it. So, you know, another a word for these were, were daemons. Uh, it's uh, the Roman belief. It's a protector of structures, whether it be a, a home or a business or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> CFO cat. <laughs> yeah. You know, just kind of running your Protecting shit Protecting your you. assets. Uh, and it can help uh, guide your conscience. Mm. Eastern cultures, uh, for instance, are, you can find these in Bangkok. Uh, they built these tiny, brightly colored little spirit houses. Um, I've heard of this. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So, you know, not everybody was like angry with these things. Or, you right. know, thought that they were a bad deal. So if we take it back to American witches, like we talked on a little bit ago, they loved to suck on teats. A teat, remember, it's like a little nodule or a fucking growth or a mole. Really, <laughs> honestly, if they wanted her to be a witch, it could be a varicose vein. Like, really, honestly, anything. Yeah. A freckle. Yeah, it was bullshit. Um, <laughs> they could just, like, pinch you and yeah, be like, look. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, oh, look, it's, it's a teat. It's a teat. And, um, <laughs> fucking dumb. And uh, so, anyway, they would suckle their teats on their blood, and that's how they got the energy to do their, their mm, shit. That's horrible. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not pleasant. So in turn of using the blood, they would then be used in, in casting rituals and things like that. During prime witch hunting days, uh, they were seen as like low level demons or even fairies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so not like I, the I, big I, boss. They were just like little uh, little orcs, little sprites like, running like around. The orcs, of, yeah. You know, demons. they're not the Urukai. No, they're the orcs. They're just the orcs. There we go. Yeah. Bringing it back. L O T R in the house. Got to do it every episode. Episode twelve. It is so relevant. <laughs> it's just I can't get over it. Coming at you. Uh, so your common familiars: you had dogs, cats, mice, or rats, hares, toads, frogs, and yeah, you had some birds. Mm-hmm. Often depicted as black or evil, uh, many animals unfortunately were just mercilessly killed. Oh God! But people kind of. Fuck themselves on that. This was something very interesting, and I didn't know this until I researched this. A lot of this happened during, like, the 14th century, like, medieval times. Uh, the slaughter of all of these cats is said to have potentially made the Black Death way worse. Whoa. Because the Black Plague was caused by fleas from rats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I always yeah. knew that, and, like, I didn't think it would... Well, they were, they were slaughtering all of these cats that would usually keep the rat population in control. Mm. So the rat population just exploded, spreading this disease in, like, m- massive multiples of what it could have been. Shit. Yeah. So that was pretty wild to me. Like, so basically this ridiculous fear of cats and, you know, these familiars led to the death of millions that's some real butterfly effect shit yeah it really is yeah i mean it was just that blew my mind and of course we have the cat the cat's a biggie especially the black cat uh you see it everywhere you can even find it in victorian paintings like it's a classic yeah it's 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 tied very heavily to this and there's a lot of interesting historical reasons as to why um, but at the same time, a lot of it just seems to have gathered just as folklore, hmm. you know, like I was trying to find like a set thing and it's just uh, like, it's kind of a set of circumstances. It's like the myth that built itself. It, it kind of did. Mm. Long praised by a lot of cultures, you know, of course, you know, Egypt was really big with cats and oh, yeah. uh, they still have a mysterious air about them, kind of mysterious. And they've long been associated with, uh, aiding witches. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're very aloof, and they also have a very feminine yeah, they energy. Do. So you could see where the connection would and be. And there's a, there's a wildness to them. Mm. 
You know, they're not quite that level of yeah. domestication. There's just that, there's like, it's just that mystery. And you know? they are very independent. Yeah, and I like feel it like it is its own spirit. It's its like, own thing. And at a time when it was very frowned on to be that woman who is independent, mm-hmm. you know, and doing your own thing, man, it just makes so much sense. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, especially black cats. Um, so during uh, the Pendle Witch Trials, Elizabeth Dimdike said uh, her familiar's name was Tib. And uh, while he could take many forms, he came to her one night as a black cat. And uh, he, he told her, like, hey, you need to curse these three people. And she said, no. And so he shoves her in a ditch. <laughs> Wait. As a cat. <laughs> Did this cat, like, grow to the Just, size of a human? Like, judo kicks her. <laughs> going well okay we're doing this i love it i picture like binks or whatever from hocus pocus like that talking cat just i'm thinking of that really really bad like puppet from sabrina the teenage oh my god (laughs) like just okay fucking picking her up and throwing so yeah that's a that's an example of what we're dealing with here okay yeah so uh kicked her in a ditch uh, so, okay, in the 14th century uh, is when black cats kind of became linked with the devil, uh, in Europe particularly. In the 16th century, witches were widely at this point seen as evil. The whole healers thing had kind of began to wane and uh, the, the whole evil thing started to become the new thing mm. for witches. The thing is, is that this is kind of one of those synchronicities I was talking about, is that, honestly, witches were typically just always very partial to nature. Right. So a lot of them just had cats. Yeah. It was just kind of a coincidence, you know? Kind of like in the way any farmer would have cats to, like... You know? And so they just did. And so that's, like, that's one thing. You know, that kind of was like, oh, that's why... (laughs) Well, that and the teat. Just a giveaway. Uh, That horrible teat. (laughs) Uh, the Celts believed that cats were reincarnated people who had done bad things as people, therefore were reincarnated as cats. Oh, because cats have it so hard. It's a real punishment. Yeah, I was just like, what? <laughs> I mean, you could be like a cat that's like a stray cat, or but yeah. you could be like a fat cat that lives in Ooh, like, a nice... In a witch's house. <laughs> yeah, a witch's house being fed mice and all these other good things. What a life. Another reason they're associated with evil is because they're just nocturnal animals. They're night owls. They're always skeeving around at night yeah. doing their cat shit. And the nighttime is a bad time. It's a bad time. Nothing good ever happens. The devil is rampant. <laughs> Making deals, getting people to sign his book. <laughs> Slicking his hair back. Yeah, I mean, he's like a real wanna-buy-a-watch guy. Like, he needs oh. the signatures in that book. <laughs> Man. So, uh, the whole nocturnal night stalking thing led to the... Uh, People thought that they were these familiars out doing whatever their evil master had told them to do. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of like cats just over time, mm. people were just suspicious of them. Right. Like, in a black cat, you have these black animals. Like, even in Salem, uh, the people who would accuse, like, oftentimes all of the accusations talking about these flip, like uh, these familiar beings, they were always black. Mm. One man was attacked by, like, a pack of small black puppies. <laughs> That, oh, God, I want that. What? Oh, I know, and he was terrified. Oh, no. <laughs> Coming to get you. That was just one of the, like, acute accusation stories, like, reports. Like, 
she sent this herd of mm. black demon puppies after me. Why? Okay, if we're going to make some shit up, why would you lie and say puppies? Yeah, you don't even sound like, like a tough person <laughs> That, A, that decredits you because that sounds like a really shit witch who's like, I'm yeah. going to conjure up some puppies. Um, also, if no one's going to find out, make them wolves, man. Yeah. Like, puppies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then you just sound like a dick. Then you just sound like you're running from puppies that yeah. just wanted some love. You're like, so I bashed these puppies. And yeah, and you, so like, no, what? I think you are the mean person here, honestly. Yeah. So what Mister. I'm hearing is you kicked some puppies and then you blamed a woman. Yeah, like. and then you killed a woman. You're the worst. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Let's go find his grave. <laughs> Rocho, does that Rocho. Let's bring a pack of puppies. Speaking of puppies, and we touched on it earlier, but I did want to put a, P- a PSA out there. Please adopt black cats and yeah. black dogs. Please adopt them because they do get skipped over. And, like, their adoption rate is astronomically low. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like, Jorah was at the shelter for a year yeah. before I adopted him. And he's the big cuddliest shadow that ever existed. Oh, my God. He's my baby boy. <laughs> he's the only good dog we have. <laughs> He's the only good dog that any of us have. He's just this old gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Although I was scrolling through pictures and I saw that picture. With the necktie? (laughs) He's just terrified. (laughs) We need to put that on social media. Yes. I put a necktie on him and he's kind of, he has like a, he's super chill, but he'll get wound up sometimes. And I put a necktie on him and that just set him off. And I took a picture right when he was like rearing back. He's just like, look like you just asked him to like move his deadline up a day. And he's yeah. just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to I got to feed my family. Oh, no. Um, but pre- this is an animal podcast. This is, it is now. Um, if you had a familiar, what would, what would you choose? A fox. Not like a batshit real fox. <laughs> like a real yippy fox. Uh, yeah, like, I, I want, like, a fox like Jorah. But, you know, honestly, like, Jorah kind of is my familiar. Because, like, while Gizzy and I are, like, really emotionally mm-hmm. tied, when I'm near Jorah and, like, have my hand on him, it's just, like, instant calm. Yeah. He's, the, he's the only dog I've ever had that's just pure... Sweetness. There's no passive aggression. Mm. There's no like with with like Gizzy. With the goddamn corgis. <laughs> anyway, Charlie. Yes, ma'am. Talk to me. I'm gonna talk to you about some spices. One spice. Cinnamon. Posh spice. Oh, fuck posh spice. No. Um. At least it's gotta be ginger spice. I was gonna say ginger spice is my favorite. She was man, always my favorite. Can't top ginger. You know who freaks me out now that I'm a grown ass adult? Victoria Beckham. No. Fishy freaks me out. Baby spice. That whole, yeah, that, you mean just the character in general? Spice. Yeah, it was weird. And especially in the movie, like rewatching the movie as a grown ass adult, the part where she's like explaining to the boy that there's no room for her. Yeah, because of all of her stuff. Because of her stuffed toys. It's like she's just a sex fetish. I want to talk to you about some cinnamon. I want to hear about some cinnamon. I'm glad you're ready. (laughs) So, uh, cinnamon has long been a favorite. We, we started off at the top of the episode. Just gushing about That's cinnamon. Uh, cinnamon was one of the first things that I kind of toyed around with as far as anointing things or even like trying to make my own incense, which turned out terribly. 
by the way. I I forget what I did. It was like the super simple cinnamon incense recipe. It's never super simple. It's never that easy. What, did you have to make like a resin? It was basically mix some cinnamon with some water, make a paste, form a cone, bake them for like 40 hours at 200 (laughs) And then they'd set up and I lit them and they lit and they burned like an incense is supposed to. Like it burned beautifully and stuff. It just smelled like hot death. (laughs) It was not what I was wanting in my life. But the the first thing I ever did with cinnamon is um, I I hadn't even looked it up at, at this point that I was using it. I just knew that like it was like an intuitive thing like i knew like cinnamon is a fiery passionate Mm -hmm. spice it's it's this way in food so i'm sure it's going to be the same way with its like metaphysical magical properties and stuff uh and it's still to this day just the one that i feel in my gut stomach is doing something oh yeah i love it it's just oh it's so magical to me and i know that may sound stupid well cinnamon uh what is it chalon ceylon like it's it's a certain type it's it's like huge 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 for helping with your cholesterol and things like that yeah and it really helps with uh blood sugar yeah which i have a bag of it at home my see cinnamon reminds me of living when i used when i still lived at home mom always had cans of ready whip at the house, oh, yeah, and I would always I would drink my coffee black, but I would put a, like a spiral of Ready Whip on it and some of that cinnamon, and I would just put a big pinch of cinnamon yes. over it, and I just think about that and I loved it. You know so what I good. I do now is because uh, I have that French press thing, I dump in my coffee grounds, I dump in about a tablespoon of cinnamon, yeah, and then just like just mash it all together, and it just gives it this like very faint kind of sweetness. It's great. It's so good. Um, and I, I feel like we're focusing a lot on the, like, the food aspect of it. But <laughs> I, think, I think it's use in foods, in your coffees, in your, like, desserts, what, whatever you're using it for. Even that in itself is almost like a, it's, it's almost potion-like. Yeah. Um, because there's, there's, there's nothing to it, you know? It's, it's not a, a structural ingredient to your food. It is used, like, for its flavor mm. and for that warmth. And something I wanted to touch on is it is obviously, it's a, it carries that fire energy. Yeah. That's its yeah, sign, yeah. is fire. Um, if you've ever had, like, a too much cinnamon, um, it's, what do they call that? Like, dragon breath? Remember the cinnamon challenge? Yeah, people, were, people like, would just, like, breathe out, yeah, like, these horrible clouds. Just these clouds. Or... And then you would instinctively suck back in, but all of that, like, comes that in. That is horrible. <laughs> um... So it can be, it can be like dangerous, like fire. If you have, if you're not careful with it, if you're not using it correctly, it warms me in a similar way that a hot bath warms me. Exactly. You know? I don't know about you, but I've noticed that my body is super responsive to the temperatures that I consume. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll drink a cup of tea at work because that's how I stay warm. And I'll drink a cup of tea, and but like and I'll start sweating mm-hmm. if I drink too much. Like, oh yeah, it just really affects my body temperature. With me, I can't have something cold and then be cold. Like I can only oh, I have so can. something radiating heat. And this is this is why it's so interesting to me because if it's hot soup or hot tea or coffee, <laughs> um, I'm gonna drink it and I'm gonna feel warm, like from the inside out, radiating. But, like, Tabasco doesn't do that to me. Peppers doesn't do that to me. Like, it may be, like, like hot. Yeah, like, it was at dinner tonight. I almost fucking died, you guys. 
like it can be temperature hot, like with the peppers and, and sauces and stuff, but they don't warm me in the same way that a fucking hot, you know, yeah. cup of something does. But cinnamon does. Cinnamon's pretty great. And it is so connected with this um just passion. It is so connected with fiery, fucking uninhibited, like passion, just heat. So it's been used throughout history uh in in love spells women would even like i don't know if you like a big trope in like movies and books is like the guy who like creepily like smells her hair or he's like reminiscing about how she smells yeah count the times she smells like cinnamon is said or like her hair yeah. smelled like cinnamon um because it was very it's and to this day in a lot of cultures and i'm thinking about just mixing some in with like my dry shampoo it's a it's a top three uh aphrodisiac scent for men it's a like a little bit like on the tips of the finger like shake into the hair it was done as a um it, it was done as like a a call to me it's like you know? yeah it's like pheromones yes almost. It was also seen as something that was not to be toyed with lightly. It's still viewed that way um, in, in a lot of magical practices. And even myself, like, I would love to be throwing cinnamon left and right. Don't fuck with that lightly. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it can almost be like a be careful what you ask for situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so you really have to be specific in your intent. You have to know what you're doing. Because sometimes you, you don't want to just go fucking balls out every single time mm-hmm. you don't want to go hard you keep doing the same thing over and over it's gonna lose its meaning yeah you know what i mean if you don't save anything for the nth degree then the nth degree doesn't mean shit anymore um commonly used in a lot of wealth and prosperity spells uh partially because it's very serious you know and people who are mm-hmm. usually doing things for like wealth and prosperity are at a time where they 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 need that so outside of the metaphysical or magical uses, it has a lot. And we touched on like the blood sugar and the, mm-hmm. uh, what was the other one? Cholesterol. Cholesterol, that it helps. It has a lot of real world powerful, uh, powerful uses. Yeah. And you have to be careful too much cinnamon. Oh, can yeah. really fuck up your digestive system. And and see, that's like what, a lot. <laughs> that's what I was gonna touch on. I'm like, in, in all the way, all the way around. This is something that you overdo it, and you're gonna get sometimes literally fucking burned. Yeah, you know, uh, it can even cause uh, nerve nerve damage if mm. you if you have too much cinnamon. So chill out. Did you know cinnamon's like a tree? I didn't know cinnamon was a tree. I didn't know. I thought it was like a root. Well, because like the cinnamon sticks are always that weird curly mm-hmm. thing. And that's like a leathery leaf. And it's like, like a all curled leathery up. barky leaf that curls up. Mm-hmm. And then you just grind the shit out of it. I didn't know it was a tree. That fucking fascinated me. Much like sandalwood, it's one of the oldest things that has been used for magic, but uh, it's been used in a lot of the same ways that we use it today. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, these things have to develop over time. You can read about cinnamon in like ancient, ancient Chinese texts, and even like the ancient Egyptians and stuff would use it in uh, mummification. Mm-hmm. So it was being used as a health tool, it was being used as a spiritual tool. This like widespread love for cinnamon is not in any way a new thing. Uh, it actually helped to begin it was one of the driving forces behind the beginning of the age of exploration i remember hearing in school the word spices so many times they were like you're up went looking for spices and went like, down the silk road to get some yeah <laughs> so it's been deeply loved for a very long time used in practical ways used in magical ways and god 
damn it, I want a fucking cinnamon coffee right now. I've been thinking about it since we started. Oh, I meant to tell you, though, the tigers like cinnamon. That's right. That's right. That's right. You used to. Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I used to work uh, at a, a big cat sanctuary, and um, hmm. there were a, there were a bunch of tigers there, and they love cinnamon. Like that's they love they're like little crackheads with cinnamon. <laughs> Was it like like a catnip thing? Like they would just they just really loved the scent of it. Like it, it reminds me. There's a Ray Wiley Hubbard lyric, and I don't remember what it is. Uh, it's talking about cocaine, and he's like, <laughs> "I never did it. I just like the way it smelled." It's kind of the same thing. I think they just really tigers like it. are like, "I don't listen. I don't do cinnamon." I yeah, just, I just I, I like the way, the it, way it smells. <laughs> Uh, but no, if they, if they needed to be moved or anything like that, just, like, sprinkle some cinnamon on their toys or uh, on the ground, and they would just, like, rub their faces wow. in it. And it would be super cute, and they'd have little brown eyebrow mouth faces. And... I think I might have been a tiger in a past life. What? Because of this t- information. <laughs> oh. I cut you off. I was too early. What? <laughs> Buckle up, Mace. I got a theory for you. I need to know what your meditations have told you. We have uh, gained a couple of new reviews on iTunes. We have eight reviews total. Squirrel Girl 220 says, These two ladies clearly love what they do and make learning about a variety of spiritual and metaphysical topics fun. That was an all cops, man. We're pretty fun. We're fucking fun. I'm a good time. For someone as new to these topics as I am, I feel very fortunate to have them around as guides. And we're like familiars. That we're familiars. We're the horse that appears in the room. And just fuck shit up. Just... <laughs> Actually, if there was not a better metaphor for this podcast. That pretty much is, yeah. <laughs> it just came along. No one asked for it. No, but yeah. <laughs> but now you're stuck with it. Now you're here. You're committed. And we're clumsily fucking your shit up. <laughs> um, she says. Uh, she, then she says she's highly recommend. Thank you very much. That means so much to us. Uh, I feel like after we very aggressively asked for some uh, ratings, the, on, y'all delivered. We got some. Yeah. Y'all, y'all yeah. came in clutch, man. Speaking of growing the coven, we have some patrons. We got a patron shout out segment. Ooh. Is that our jingle now? We got a patron, patron. We got a patron, Patreon, patron, right? Patron. We got a patron shout out segment. segment. I'll keep it. Okay, That's nice. I like it. <laughs> All right, so our patrons that literally keep this podcast going. Today, we want to give a shout out to Miss Jessica Brock. We also have uh, Veronica Turner. Veronica. And I'm going to say this wrong. Sherry Boudreaux? Sherry Boudreaux. Or Sherry. Sherry Boudreaux. That's a pretty name. That's very nice. Uh, But thank you guys so much. We were, we were really, really, like, floored to see that so um mm-hmm. every little bit helps we're we're trying to grow the podcast uh, as much as we can uh kind of get some gear that can can make us sound better to you guys mm-hmm. and and get out there with you guys uh with that in mind we do have to say that we kind of fucked up a little bit and we actually <laughs> won't be at this witchy bizarre we'll be there if you go back and listen to the to the episode where we <laughs> said we we were going to be at the at the witchy bar bizarre or might be at the witchy bizarre i think one of us said something like we might be eating crow in a couple of episodes. Yeah. We're here to eat some crow. Yeah, we are. Um, so in typical amateur fashion, we were a little late. <laughs> <laughs> 
drug the old witchy feet. So drug um, our horse hooves. Yeah, around. just clomped along. <laughs> um, but we will still be there um, as uh, as as patrons. Patrons. Yeah. Oddly enough. Uh, so, uh, it's a very exciting day. We still highly recommend everybody go. It's, uh, I'm happy that it booked up so fast because that means it's still growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and some of the vendors I've seen on, on Instagram, we've seen looking, a couple times in the past. Yeah. Woo boy, you guys are in for a treat. It's going to be wonderful. Um, if you're in the Texas area, please. It's worth the trip. Uh, it's at DFW Witchy Bazaar. You could also just Google DFW Witchy Bazaar. We are going to be there walking around. Um, but we do look forward to seeing you guys. And, you know, of course, Patreon is really big with that. Uh, the more that we grow, the more we'll be able to, uh, eventually do things, get out there, come see, you know, you guys in different places, have a better podcast, do better research. Um, things like that. So, uh, and also we will probably have a video up on the Patreon by now. Yeah. We, uh, tomorrow, I believe we're going to be filming that, that bad boy. Yeah. And if we can get our shit straight, that's the kicker. You might get to see our faces. Our <laughs> actual faces. Uh, that's all I have. That's all I've got. I hope this spiced up your life. Spice up your life. Everybody and every girl. Spice up your life. I like how we both stopped and looked at the floor, like, in shame. It's just, like, it, it just, it overtook me. It was like a possession. Last episode, it was, like, some classic rock, and this yeah. one, it's some Spice Girls. What do yeah. we do next time? Do some, like, metal. Metal it is. I like it. It will probably, most, from my end, it'll anyway. Be it'll It'll be Death Clock. Um, okay, cool. So we'll do Viking Metal next time. And- Viking Metal, <laughs> hell yeah. I'm about it. It was kind of, you, yeah, you freestyled it tonight. I I'm freestyled a little bit, you know what? And, and I'm sure maybe maybe I'll redo a cinnamon episode or maybe I'll group it in with some other fiery style herbs. But today I just wanted to tell you about my, I wanted to spread the, the love I have in my heart for cinnamon. Can I tell you about my lord and savior, cinnamon? Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, broadcasting semi-live, pre-recorded in advance <laughs> to you. This is W-B-A-H. The witch, bitch, out I got to do it. It's satisfying, isn't it? Imagine waking up and putting your toes on in the morning. <laughs>